This World Cup semifinals edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. For boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at slash WinBet. That's slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Bowl Challenge. $250 cash and a $250 gift card is up for grabs exclusively on the SGPN app. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. To the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Is it still called soccer? Yes. Yeah. As right. far as I know. All right. I'm just checking. Maybe it's footy. Uh, we're just we're doing a little uh, soccer <laughs> Sean litmus test. Soccer Sean dialed in. I did. I did. That Argentina game was bonkers. Uh, shout out to us. I think that was. The one where we gave out an insane number of winning bets because I had Argentina to advance check as my lock, and then I had, and then I think you gave out Holland plus a half goals that hit. Whoa. Then I think what a sweat. Then I think Billy had uh, so this the, yeah, the game to go to penalties at plus four fifty, and then Argentina to advance off of penalties plus nine hundred. So it was uh, the only thing we lost was I also said sprinkle the first goal will be a free kick. It was not a free kick, oh, unfortunately. Other than that, though, we uh, went on a heater. Yeah, I mean, it, we did strongly discuss how it seemed like the best bet was just take the game to go to penalties. Yeah. Not really sure who was going to win, but yeah, excellent. And uh, you know that that Morocco, managed- Mor- Morocco winning was the that to me was the, was the craziest part I think of the of the semis or the quarterfinals. Do, I'm pissed we didn't have the double uh, the double uh, revenge spot against the country that colonized them. Because Portugal was also involved. Yes, in some of they, that they've shit. been colonized a lot. They really have to figure out who Mor- they're at. Morocco has definitely got some a lot of revenge spots on their <laughs> schedule. It's like Belichick and uh, franchises. Exactly. Okay. Hey, if you're looking to get down on the World Cup, you can do it over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. The British are coming. We got uh we'll be joined by the host of the World Cup Gambling Podcast. But of course, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. Bet big, win bigger, spin that parlay. We'll build your own bet for the World Cup. And they have a ton of really uh, fun options in there. And of course, bet hundred dollars. Get that hundred dollar free bets. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. Joining us on the line, the very prestigious host of the World Cup Gambling Podcast, Mr. Malcolm Bamford. What's happening, Malcolm? Music is preposterous, by the way. I'm not <laughs> sure what that's meant to be, but good evening, gentlemen. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Isn't that the sound you guys make when you walk around? <laughs> that is. That's the, the, my internal monologue is set to that. 
I do imagine him just walking around <laughs> thinking about crumpets. When am I going to have my tea? Uh, and then some DJ vets. Well, it's, it's funny because Malcolm also has a very American brain because he's a host of the, the world or sorry, the MLB gambling podcast. So he, he does have the American pastime that he loves as well as his footy. So, uh, and, and the NFL as well. Malcolm is a true DJ loves it all. Loves getting down on oh, the yeah. action. Uh, Malcolm, any, any big takeaways here from the semis? Let's start. Unfortunately, England, it's uh, not coming home for you guys. Oh. Apologies. What Kane missing that, missing that kick it, is England out on Harry Kane. Are they mad at him or is it just like, Hey, what are you going to mm. do? My opinion is what you're going to do. I think <laughs> I've said before that I'm not hugely partisan when it comes to England. I was disappointed. I my boy, who's 11, he was more disappointed than me. My life went back to normal in about three or four minutes. It was fine. Like, obviously, it's different if Newcastle get beat. I'm inconsolable for months when England <laughs> get beat. Like I say, it doesn't usually bother me. What that was my bets. I had the I had the lot. Everything on two two draw eighteen to one. Oh man! So two one with the ball on the penalty spot. Oh, I'm no. just rubbing my hands, boys. It was like Scrooge McDuck diving into the <laughs> pool full of coins. I had the draw. I had two two. I had over three and a half goals, man. Oh, I had him, man, just waiting for the net to bulge and you, the ball's still going up. Uh, and you, you know what? It, and, it reminds me of uh, was the Patriots. Uh, Seahawks Super Bowl, where I was sitting on uh, <laughs> Seahawks to win the game, uh, or Seahawks with the points, Seahawks money line, and Marshawn Lynch MVP. If they just handed off to Marshawn Lynch there, he gets his yeah. second touchdown, he gets the MVP. I win it all instead. Uh, Russell Wilson throws an interception. That's a really good analogy. Thank you. Soccer Sean that's why I had a box that reference. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I had to box you out, Ryan. I, I saw you trying to say something. I was like, I gotta get this oh, I was, get this pitch analogy in. Uh, from what I gather, it seems like Harry Kane is a pretty liked guy. So the hate isn't that strong, but I have no fucking clue what I'm talking about. He's also a really good penalty taker. I you know, I what are you gonna do? Sometimes it never it never occurred to me at the time. Sometimes you get a penalty, you think, "Oh, I don't fancy this much." Yeah. But it never occurred to me that Harry Kane would miss. He just he runs up and he kicks the back of the ball as hard as he can, yeah. which I think is a perfectly good technique. When we've seen a lot of other silly steps and silly little run-ups and stuff, I never thought Harry Kane was going to miss, but he he really did miss quite spectacularly. Like it was uh, <laughs> it was incredible, high, wide, and we showed the team. It, I mean, I've. I've I've seen people trying to hit us with a math saying that if only 75% of penalties go in, the chance of you scoring two in a game then reduces to 50%, which is bollocks because they're independent events. And yes. It was his club goalkeeper in goal for France. Yeah. The, the, the French goalkeeper plays for Tottenham as well. So that was another thing where people said maybe he shouldn't have taken it. But you see, I'm, I would have said 95 times out of 100 that goes in, and we're not having this conversation. It's just one of those things that happened. And during the game, England did more than enough to win that match. England were the better team for large periods of the game, made made enough chances. And all four games, for all four quarterfinals, were incredibly tight margins. We saw two go to penalties. We saw last-minute equalisers for the Dutch and for the Croatians. Uh, we saw Morocco and Portugal. You couldn't put a cigarette paper between them two teams. So this is the stage of the tournament we're at now, is that very fine margins like in the inches 
to quote, there's a famous quote about this. I think the inches that you need to win are all around you, that kind of thing. And that's just the, the stage that we're at now. So um, you're going to win a bet and lose a bet. You're going to win a match and lose a match. Tiniest of margins. And, and Kane's unlucky. He hasn't been panned so badly. I haven't seen him um, get an awful lot of stick, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that. He hasn't gotten a lot of stick. Yeah, no, it does seem like he's he's well liked. I mean, obviously people are pissed, ah, but he's t- t- he's done enough probably over the years that he gets passed. But right? to Malcolm's point, he he also is is good at that job. So I mean, sucks when guys miss in the big moment. I mean, I still I still have a, a visual of uh, Roberto Baggio sailing it over the bar in the Rose Bowl back in '94 because. Yep. The number as a soccer, even as a youth soccer player, the one thing that you're told it's like there's different strategies to how to take a kick, but if you miss the goal, you don't give yourself a chance. It's the whole like you 100%. can't you can't miss a shot you don't take, and, and if you don't take it on the goal, you're you're not taking the shot essentially. And, and so there is a sense of like holy shit, like how could you possibly make that mistake? Cause I'd be pissed at a, a like an 11 year old on my youth soccer team. If they say when my daughter sends it over the, the, that's the worst thing you can do. Like that's, yeah. that's the only way you can fail. So he did fail in the worst way possible at the biggest stage in the way that England knew they would. I mean, talk <laughs> about a, a narrative choke job. Of well, all it, it did it was, seem like they were known as chokers. <laughs> they come in, they beat the U S then uh, and, the chargers. Yeah. There, there is some, there was some chargers vibes. England there, is the chargers. That's a great, that's, <laughs> that's you always seem to be enjoying this just a little bit too much. <laughs> just a little bit too much. Well, well, hey, oh. I even said to Ryan, I, you know, 2026, uh, USA, the, the world cups happened yep. in America yep. and, and Canada and Mexico as well. Yeah. There's a lot of hype coming in for that World Cup team. I'm I'm worried that we don't get out of the group stage. Like the the USA, especially in like World Cup stuff, it does feel like they do better exceeding expectations. Like for them to you know get out of the group stage, hang around with Netherlands, it felt like slightly exceeded expectations. I don't uh, know. Like it, what- it was exactly what we discussed before the tournament. Best case scenario for the U.S. Get out of the group. So you show progress in the program and you can go, like gain, gain, like get the momentum of the excitement train going for 2026 while also not being good enough to definitely retain the coach that everyone yeah. fucking hates. So kind of was a perfect storm. Honestly, if you were, if you were writing the book on what they needed to do, they did exactly that. And they lost to a team that everyone would say, Hey, you know what? Netherlands, they're a, they're a well put together international squad. That's going to make you pay when you, when you let down. And that's exactly what they did. So. All right. Yeah. Look, uh, fuck. Uh, we can't be. We don't have to like England, Malcolm. We like you more than we like <laughs> England. Fine. I'm just. I'm just saying. Absolutely fine. I, I was gonna. My, s- I was gonna say something negative about the Queen, but uh, you can't speak ill of the no, dead. I mean, she's already. She's already moved on. Yeah, and that that tragic magic ended <laughs> on, on the hands of the fucking French of all people. All right, let's get to the games. We got a good one here: Argentina, Croatia. Of course, Croatia coming in as that scrappy dog. They made a run to the finals last World Cup. Can they do it again? Uh, the numbers for uh, regular time here: minus one fifteen for Argentina, plus two thirty eight on the draw, and then uh, Croatia plus three eighty as the uh, on the money line there. And as far as to advance, I'm seeing. Oh, am I? I'm not seeing that yet. Um, I don't know. Minus, t- minus two fifty in Argentina. Okay, and two to one on Croatia to qualify. All right. So Luffy. what are we doing here? I mean, it does seem like Argentina is the is the much better team, but 
obviously they had that really long game, took it to penalties. I think that was an emotional game, not only physically draining, but I feel like emotionally draining, but you could make the same argument maybe for Cro- I don't back know. to back times for Croatia. Yeah. But Croatia also kind of dealing with similar stuff here. Malcolm, what's your handicap on this match? Um, first thing to say about Croatia is they absolutely punch above their weight in terms of the size of the country and the population of the country. I think 6 million people, <laughs> bear in mind, it's like 65 million people on, on this Island that I'm sitting on. Um, and ever since they gained independence in 98, they've just gone through the gears and they've, they've started qualifying. They've reached quarterfinals, they reached the final last time. Uh, they beat England in the semis. Um, is it seven of eight or eight of nine of their last knockout games have all gone to extra time, um, which is a quite incredible stat, really. Seven of the last eight, in fact, um, have gone to have gone to extra time. So they never do it easily. My concern with Croatia is you know, I'm kind of torn between what my eyes tell me and then actual data and the results. Because what my eyes tell me is they're a little bit old, they're not very exciting, and they're never going to score. But then you look at the paper and they always get away with it. So, wait, like, which side of the fence do you want to come down upon? Like, um, I think they've pushed their luck once too often. Mm. Um, even in this tournament, they haven't been very good. They smashed Canada. If you take that as an outlier, everyone smashed Canada. Um, they haven't scored a goal. Like, they got a one-all with Japan, went through on penalties. They failed to score against Belgium. They failed to score against Morocco. Um, they failed to score against Brazil in 90 minutes. Scored in the 117th minute with their only shot on target, which was a deflection. They just never, ever look like they're going to score. And these old legs have got to go to the well once more. This is, They've played two extra time games in the last week. They, that game finished on Friday, relatively late. Um, we're kicking off again on Tuesday. I think the game we just saw between Argentina and the Netherlands is a really good comp for this game between Argentina and Croatia. It's pretty much the same game. Like, Croatia and the Netherlands are both kind of A1 standard European team. So they're not the elite, but they're, they're just a little bit, they're sort of the next level down, uh, your sort of level European teams. And frankly, I don't know how Argentina just didn't close that out at 2 nothing. Argentina were the better team. They got 2 nothing ahead. I took them on the money line. Um, my local book pays out when you go 2 nil up. So I was delighted about that. That was the first break. <laughs> oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And then the Dutch went really old school. The Dutch invented total football. Back in 1974, whatever it was, Johan Cruyff, everyone passing the ball about. It's all lovely and silky and smooth and sexy. What they did on Friday was put two six-foot-four lumps up front and just smash big diagonal balls to them. It was great. It was like watching like English third division football. Um, and they got and, and it worked. They somehow got back into the game. And that free kick at, at the end was absolutely wild that the Dutch pulled off. I just think this is a really very similar we've just watched this game we've just watched Argentina be 2-0 up on the Dutch with 8 minutes to go somehow blow it I don't think they're going to blow it again I don't think Croatia can score enough goals um, and I think their legs are just going to be a little bit tired look at Modric the best players 37 now um, Perisic is getting on the loud up top Kramaric doesn't look he's going to score a goal um, I think Argentina in 90 minutes is a really really good price Um Around about what five to six? I think you said minus one fifteen there, Sean. Um, I wouldn't shy away from taking Argentina on the handicap as well. Minus one and a half is at a price of Ooh. plus two forty five, so around about five to two. Um, because I think Croatia 
will have to go for it. If Argentina are sitting 1-0 up, Croatia will go for it. Argentina can pick them off late on the break, get a late goal, 87th minute, make it 2-0, break the hearts and cash those over. So um, as much as Croatia have outperformed their, where they should be in the pecking order, um, for me, it has to be Argentina. Oh, boy. I mean, because I feel like you you highlighted the size, the Netherlands. Like, doesn't Croatia give them the same type of problems? The same like thing that allowed the Dutch to get back in the game with size and just smashing the ball up into the box. Croatia seems to know what they want to do. As much as everything Malcolm said makes a lot of sense, Croatia seems like they're the team that knows how to play tournament football. Sean, they have that proverbial hor- horseshoe up yeah. their ass, <laughs> and. I like the idea of playing the draw in this one. Fuck really? It. They yeah, they hunker down. They under, look. If you're less talented than the other team, what what are you gonna do? Park the bus. Park put that the bus, break on. Make it a thirty minute Park game. Make it a thirty minute game. See what happens. I will say, I, I'm with them coming no. back and scoring on Brazil was impressive, because I I think zero point zero percent of people thought that was gonna happen. So this team, they can still get it. Uh, what would they say? They can still get the job done. When called upon, Sean. Yeah, I'm not fading Cro. As I watched that Croatia team, I was like, God damn, I love this team. I love the heart. <laughs> they are they are a fun team. I mean, uh, Malcolm, have you watched that documentary? I want Messi to win too, though. Yeah, have you watched that? Well, and I have my Argentina future. Um, Malcolm, have you watched that documentary Captains on Netflix? They they follow a bunch of like soccer captains trying to qualify for the World Cup, and they actually have the uh, the captain of Croatia. It, it, it was it was a fun story to watch. Unfortunately, I think the fairy tale ends here. I Aww. like Argentina to get it done on the money line, and maybe even Argentina to a clean sheet. I think it's either two one one zero one nil. So you're both say. on minus one fifteen Argentina. I'm on minus one fifteen on Argentina. I'm not right. going to go as crazy. As Malcolm is, and and toss in the minus one and a half. I like it, but to me, the minus one fifteen is just calling my name here. And and maybe it's because I picked them to win. I'm I'm biased here, but I like Argentina in ninety. What do any of these other uh, side bets you like, Malcolm? I know you've been you've been playing the uh, yellow card market. You want you want to know what I like? Sure. Draw plus two forty. Give me some juice. You want to know what else I like? Game goes to penalties plus four fifty. Wow! Oh my god! Well, that, that, this is Croatia has a plan, and they've executed the plan twice in a row. I mean, to Malcolm's point, they've executed the plan four out of five games flawlessly, basically zero zero ties through ninety minutes. Four out of five. Going Can't. back beyond that, executed it. Like is it seven out of their last eight knockout games have gone to extra time, Ryan. So you're you're seven for eight. And you're getting a plus two forty price. The data is absolutely on your side. Yes, um, thank you. What I'm taking here is is my eyes. I just can't believe they can get away with it again. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're... This, they have one shot on target against Brazil in two hours. That is fine. <laughs> two hours, one shot on target. Took a deflection, goes in the bottom corner. They can't get away with it again. And when they do get away with it again um, tomorrow <laughs> night, I'll be sitting here saying, "Ah, oh, fucking Ryan," and, and it, it'll be obvious. Like I'll be absent when they equalise at the eighty seventh minute. It'll be so <laughs> obvious to everyone. But I just can't have them getting away with it again. I just think Argentina, Argentina are a better team, and over ninety minutes they should beat them. And when they don't, it will be really obvious. Now, Malcolm, would it, um, do you like any of the other like kind of crazy props you have as far as? Yeah, corner kicks. I know you you've been playing the yellow card uh, over unders a bunch. Those have been fun. Any other side bets for this game that you like? 
Not in this game. I have got um, in the next game, the Morocco-France game, Sean. So if you hold that thought, um, I've got... I'm gonna. I was gonna call them apex restarts, which I think you like the term in America. Is that corner kicks? Is that? Mm, yeah, I've heard that term used a lot. Corner um, kicks. Yeah, but I've got I've got some corner kick props to talk about Morocco v France. But no, we're keeping this really simple. Argentina better team wins. Bosh, we'll get in. We'll get out with our money. All right. It, it, well, personally, because if you if you think Croatia is gonna park the bus, Argentina over four and a half corner kicks, Sean. Maybe something you might be interested in, mm. kind of a, a kind of a time of possession angle almost. <laughs> you're 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 smashing the attacking zone real quick, Sean. Before you yes. move on to the next game, Argentina we know opened the tournament one of the favorites, plus six fifty to win it all. Croatia, fifty to one. Really? Yeah. Long shot dog. Uh, I, throwing them if, in there. If it, I I want if you have a ticket for Croatia, please hit, tweet re- us. Reach out. Yeah, I want I want to sweat that with you. All right, before we get to the Croatia game, shout out to Babel. That's right. This holiday season, if you're looking for a unique gift that inspires curiosity, travel, and culture, give yourself the gift of Babel. Babel is the language learning app that's sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language, uh, bite-sized language lessons, you'll be able to discover the wonder that comes with learning a new language. I've been uh Brushing up on my Spanish, my Espanol, learning uh, a ton of Spanish. I like to use it down in Costa Rica. So again, I, I think I'm going to get my parents this as well. They like to go down and visit Costa Rica. Easy holiday gift. Highly, highly recommend it. And with Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson. You can start having real life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Other language learning apps use AI for the lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language like experts and voiced by real native speakers, not computers. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective with Babel. You can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus Babel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Something I definitely need right now. Get up to 55% off your subscription. When you go to babble.com slash S G P that's B a B B E L.com slash S G P for up to 55% off your subscription. Babble language for life. Second game. We got the second semi. They're going to be all fired up on the pitch as we got a, uh, this next game should be pretty good. I don't We'll see. France is minus 185. Draw is plus 295. Morocco, the team that no one believed in, plus 625. Does the fantasy run for Morocco end here with France, Malcolm? I'm not convinced by France at all, really. Mm. They, um, they were second best against England the other night. There's no two ways about it. Um, they've got the stardust, they've got the difference maker. In Kylian Mbappe, um, he is seventy-five percent of what France do. He didn't actually play very well the other night. Um, England did. England did a job on him. Our right back Kyle Walker played really well. If you take him out the team, it doesn't. It it puts a huge hole in what France are capable of. Um, they haven't kept a clean sheet yet in this tournament. They've conceded one goal in every game. I mean, it should have been more. The, the XG, the expected goals stat. Uh, for that England game, England 2.54 and France 1.21. So England were effectively expected to score two uh, twice as many goals as France in that in that uh, game. Morocco have been the best story uh, by far of this tournament. The uh, the Atlas Lions, um, great nickname. Um, 
And they have executed perfectly. Like Ryan was saying about Croatia, they've kept clean sheets against Croatia, Belgium, Spain, Portugal. Six and a half hours of football. Just a long time to stop yeah. them blokes scoring. Six and a half hours. You know, if you um, if you set that challenge, they, they conceded one goal, which was a huge deflected own goal against Canada. Um, so I don't think everything kind of points towards the unders here, but the books have got that under control. Under two and a half is at minus 150. That's too short. I think, as a starting point, what I'll often do in football matches is get my correct score, what I think the correct score is going to be, and then reverse engineer it to see kind of what shaped holes it fits into. So I've got a, one all as my starting point here. It is, uh, that's seven to one, which takes into account the draw at plus two seven five. Both teams to score at five to four. Um, at plus 125. So like we say, Morocco haven't scored many goals, but France haven't kept a clean sheet. Um, my main bet here in this paid last game is for Morocco to score exactly one goal at a price of plus 160. Um, oh. It gives you the safety net of if France beat them, if France are better than them and they beat them 2-1 or 3-1, you've got that safety net. Um, mm. And also it fits with a couple of game scripts for example, the game stays at nil-nil, then Morocco go and pinch it, a little bit like they did against Portugal with that 1-0 win. Uh, or if France are one nothing up and Morocco then have to come out. They haven't been forced out yet, this tournament. They've been allowed to sit back because no one's got in front of them. If France are front, then we'll have to see what Morocco have got. And they have got some good attacking players. Um, uh, Ziyech, the Arsenal player, um, Sofiane Bouffal used to play at Southampton. Uh, the two fullbacks are really good. Um, Mizrawi, um, the lad on the other side, um, Ashraf Hakimi from PSG and then Nordin Amrabat has been an absolute behemoth in the middle of the park he's been a man mountain a real um, thou shalt not pass mentality from him so uh, maybe 1-1 one, one, and I think we can see some some extra time shenanigans here France are too short you can't back France it's not a working man's price um, I wouldn't fancy Morocco outright so yeah the draw we'll start with 1-1 one, one, take the draw but Morocco to score exactly one goal with a little bit of a safety net built in. So in watching the game, it seemed pretty clear to me. Like, I, I don't know if it was, we, we definitely have been talking about how Mbappe is like a, a fucking weirdo. He's Russell Wilson. He's way into himself. I've now watched a bunch of stuff on YouTube that highlights like his level of narcissism as it relates to two of his teammates, Neymar and Messi, Messi, and how much this guy is just the like he is the guy that is into himself and nothing else. And when I watched that England game, it was insanely easy to see how they took him out of the game. One, like Malcolm said, Kyle Walker is a good player, but it, it was like it, it wasn't a complex scheme. They they just had someone marking him the entire time, and they constantly attacked his side of the field. It seems like Morocco, a team that's had a, a really like they they've had a plan for every game, is going to be just fine with this. I, I love. I mean, I love Morocco. I, I and not only do I like Morocco, I like fading France after. To Malcolm's point, they they you know they outscored their expected goal difference, so they're they kind of got fortunate in getting that win they over. They beat those England. English pricks, and yeah, there there's um, there's a rivalry between. <laughs> this is just setting up perfectly. We see this all the time in in college football. You beat your rival in a game maybe you shouldn't have won, and then you're playing a lesser opponent the next week with the with the look ahead spot to the championship game. They will know their opponent.
point when they play this game on Wednesday, 11 a.m. Pacific. So I think they'll all be already be looking ahead to that championship game. And I love Morocco here. I'm taking Morocco to win in 90 at plus 650. Ooh. And I'm taking I'm taking uh in 90 plus 650. In 90 and plus 650. Oh, that's and then also nice. to advance at plus 350. So okay. like a ha- do a half unit on each. Well, you're you're spreading units now, huh? Or I mean, obviously I'm actually going to bet advan- one was- unit on both, but <laughs> if you if you need that. What was the advance price? Uh plus 350. Yeah, I I'm I'm definitely going to play the draw here at plus uh, 300. Uh, and real quick, Sean, worth noting that France occupied parts of Morocco for more than four decades. I mean, Morocco's just going on a revenge tour, right? We uh, talk about revenge tours all the time. Everyone that's conquered <laughs> Morocco, they're going back and beating them until gaining their independence in 1956. The occupation saw several launched bids for independence. This is a scrappy bunch. No they one will, believes they them. will have a plan. Cue the Rocky music, Morocco. Uh, yeah, shock in the world. I'm, I think they'll get destroyed <laughs> in the final, but I think this well, is their final. Well, hold on. This because is their Super Bowl. If they fate, I know you got you're on Argentina, but there is a chance we see a revenge of a Group F matchup: Croatia and what, Morocco uh, in the World okay. Cup. So final. what is what is them to win it all, Ryan? Uh, I don't have well real quick updated odds. I'll pull up in a second. Morocco pre tournament. What is one. it? Ten to one. Morocco pre tournament was two hundred to one. Oh my god! If you have a Morocco oh ticket, god. please let us know. It's funny we have two of the favorites, France and Argentina, and then two absolute dogs. Uh, yeah, I'm on the draw for the same reasons. I think the plan is to get to extra time again. Wh- when you're not the more talented team, what do you have to do? Will you reduce the variance? Make it a thirty minute game. Okay, reduce the variance, make it a shootout. I I, I think or increase the variance, sorry. Uh I think one hundred percent Morocco's plan is to get this to extra time. That that's the plan. So I like some of what, what you guys were saying, but I, I I disagree. I'm I'm on the draw. You're on the draw. I like the low scoring aspect. Yeah, that was my big rag in the draw. I think I think one one and extra yeah. time. Uh one one at seven to one and but the, the draw it um, eleven to four plus two seventy five, man. That's a that's a mm. price. And you talk about familiarity. So the right back for Morocco, Ashraf Hakimi, is the right back for PSG. Oh. Um, he faces Kylian Mbappe every day in training. Yeah. He's seen all his tricks a million times. Um, and just while you're talking about cultural stuff, there, just about this entire uh, French squad, ordered with North Africans, and it has been. For 25 or 30 years, the star of Zinedine Zidane is Algerian, born in Algeria. Um, Didier Drogba, Ivory Coast. The, a lot of North Africa, Morocco, Algeria, um, Egypt, that kind of neck of the woods, because it's a it's a road trip across the water. A little bit like Spain v Morocco was last week. We talked about Portugal and stuff. Um, so there's a lot of familiarity in this. These, uh, these two, a lot of these Moroccan players play in the French leagues, maybe a little bit further down. But um, France won't hold any fears from Morocco at all. Oh boy, love it! Let's go! I, I'm fired up for Morocco, Ryan. We're going to be in Vegas, so I, I'll I'll be watching in the uh, oh, Win Sportsbook. Are both games on? Oh no, one one game is uh, that's the other one. Game's Tuesday. Morocco's I was on say, Wednesday. I got to get a draw, draw parlay in there. <laughs> draw, draw that's parlay. Good. We only have a few more opportunities. I know. To, draw, to, draw, to get parlay. excited about draw. <laughs> Uh, Myron Kid in the YouTube chat saying, "I love revenge against colonizers' uh, uh, spots in sports." Uh, <laughs> Dylan saying he's really enjoying Malcolm's reverse engineering. Yes. And uh, what else do we got here? Got to Patrick Fisher 
um, suggesting the the refs are also uh, un, I'd take the under unless the refs are on the over. That so has to be part of the 2026 strategy for the U.S. soccer team is figure out how to get the bribe done. Like hire yes. hire the guy that Duke used or hi, hire the Bama bag guy. Dropping. Just get the guy. Get the guy who can drop the bag. Figure I don't know, out. Ryan. These FIFA people—they have the utmost integrity and standards. I couldn't imagine them accepting money to uh, affect an outcome. Not FIFA. You want to meet the Tiger King, <laughs> uh, Malcolm? You mentioned that you had some props you like, some more exotic stuff in this game. <laughs> what do you got for some? Uh, give us like a D-Gen bet. Something, something get real crazy. And then I know you, the <laughs> Axis kicks. You called them. Apex, Apex restart, Sean. Come on, uh, this is your language. I'm talking to you. So, <laughs> All right. um, yeah, it was corners, corners, corners here. Um, Morocco, um, they don't attack, which makes it quite good for them to get a corner. Um, so in this tournament, they got three against Portugal, zero v Spain, two v Canada, one v Belgium, zero v Croatia. Um, so they're not contributing an awful lot. Um, France, Kylian Mbappe plays on the left wing, but he's footed. He, what he does is. He cuts inside. What? How you win corners in soccer is you bomb down the wing, you whip a cross in, someone puts the cross out for a corner. Mbappe just comes inside on his right foot and gets a shot off. That's his job. So France only had two corners against England the other night. Um, they had quite a few against Tunisia, but that was a dead rubber. They played a complete reserve team against that. So the line is at nine. Um, there's probably a nine and a half somewhere if you can find an Asian line. So the under is minus one eleven, but. If you can ladder them, we've talked a little bit about laddering stuff down, mm -hmm. maybe split a unit up between under nine, then you get under, under eight at plus 162, you get under seven at plus 275, or you take exactly, get it right on the number, so exactly nine corners is plus 650, um, exactly eight corners plus <laughs> Now that feels like a exactly DJ <laughs> yeah, they're the DJ bet. Exactly seven plus seven fifty. So maybe you could play all three of them and it kind of pays out one plus one fifty bit across the three. Um, but Morocco are just gonna sit, they're not gonna try. And France are gonna give the ball to Mbappe, who will then come in field. So I think we're on safe ground there with the uh, with the corners bet. So yeah, that would be my play. All right. I like it. Um. Yeah, Ryan. So you're you're on draw for this game. Do you want to decide? Do you want to throw out a play for who advances or no? Uh, you're just a draw man. Just like to see I, two teams I, have. I fun. would say that I'll I'll take draw for both games. I'll take penalties <laughs> plus four fifty for both games, and I'll say we get Messi versus Morocco, and I'll have to do some Ooh. research on the relationship between Argentina and Morocco in the history of the world. Yeah, like so. Uh, uh, like I said, I'm on a Morocco and ninety, Morocco to advance plus six fifty, plus three fifty, and then Argentina in ninety. And uh, it's really a personal. Like I, I visited France. Mm. Really, just of all the countries I've visited, it's not a, not a super long list, but it's not a short list. The French people were the biggest assholes. <laughs> so I would love. They live up to their reputation. Honestly, Everyone says that. When I saw the guy. When I there was an interview on American television between a, a journalist from Morocco and a player from Morocco, where the journalist was very excited just to be like, "Man, we won!" Yeah, and he asked the 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 player from Morocco. He's like, "What's the what's the story with this team? Like, what what's the secret? How are you guys able to do this?" And he goes, "He goes every I, all I saw was that dog guy going." This guy, dog, because he's just like <laughs> next man up. Yeah, dog. it was almost like he had like dog. a, a, a like kind of like that uh, Glendale Armenian bro. He was just mm, like bro. next man up, bro. 
everyone's working hard, bro. Like it was just a, he's like, it doesn't matter who plays. Like we all are, they, they have it. They have the chemistry. So I kind of what 10 to one Morocco win it all. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, but it starts with them advancing. So Morocco to win the world cup final in a penalty shootout. Find me that prop. I'm betting on it right now. All right. That sounds like a true hashtag digits only. I always enjoy uh, chatting with our fellow across the pond, Malcolm Bamford. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at Mal underscore B underscore sports. You know, I'm from the MLB gambling podcast, the world cup gambling podcast. If you have not subscribed already, uh, tons of in-depth world cup talk, no, little all, barbecue and talk. Also worth noting the show isn't going to end in a couple days. No. So we got, we got more stuff coming with Malcolm. Uh, so stay tuned that subscribe over there. And as always uh, toss us a rating review over on Apple podcast, Spotify. Always appreciate that. Make sure you enter the college football bowl contest, $250 up for grabs and a $250 gift card. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green. And he is Ryan. I love the suggestion from flat earth Oracle in the YouTube chat going to parlay both draws with the Cardinals and the over tonight. <laughs> Kramer, let it Right.